Ladies and gentlemen, it is time now for the Tweet of the Week. So Tweet of the Week is coming to us from Jeremy Wayne Tate. And his Twitter handle is at Jeremy Tate, that's T-A-T-E, at Jeremy Tate 41. And this is actually a reply tweet that Jeremy sent out. Somebody had tweeted out the question, what is the purpose of education? And Jeremy had tweeted, Jeremy's a Christian, and, but he had tweeted to teach us to love what is beautiful, which is a quotation attributed to Plato. And so I liked that for a number of reasons. I liked it because um, it's classical. Uh, as a Latin teacher and, and classicist, I, I enjoy any classical references there, obviously, to Plato, education, of course. But to teach us to love what is beautiful. And very often we'll talk about the true, the good, and the beautiful. And I think that captures so much. What is beautiful? Well, ultimately, you've got to look to God for that, because as the maker of all things, right, this is, this is the Lord who breathed, who spoke creation into existence. Uh, and that, that, that's everything from, you know, the, the crab nebula to crabs along the beach to snowflakes to butterflies to red and white blood cells, to oak tree leaves, to human beings. And so to teach us to love what is beautiful, Plato didn't fully understand living before, before the time of Christ, all that he might have really been indicating there. But when you love what is truly beautiful, you are going to be in contact with the God of the universe, uh, who, is, who is most fully represented in Jesus Christ. And then along with that, I have to say, someone had replied to Jeremy's tweet in answering to that question, you know, what is the purpose of education? Somebody had quoted uh, 2 Timothy, uh, you know, study uh, so you can present yourself approved unto God, a workman who needs not to be ashamed. Um, and the old King James has it rightly dividing the word of truth. And so I think there's, there's you tie those things together there. Uh, some people will think, oh, well, Bible study, you know, that's just dry. It's just, uh, you know, something I have to do, something Christians do. It's not really exciting. I would say no to that. If you are really getting into the word of truth, you're going to encounter the beautiful. You're going to encounter the magnificent, the wonderful, the amazing, the fantastic, the glorious and if you have not encountered that in your educational studies in general and your Bible study in particular, uh, then I would encourage you to keep pursuing and maybe talk with some other folks. Or again, really seriously, folks, reach out to us. We're happy. Um, you know, we, we talk a lot of funny stuff on the show. We talk music and so forth. But reach out to us, uh, info at wildmanandsteve.com. Just shoot us an email if you, you're saying, you know what, I've read the Bible. I'm not picking up on what you're talking about that's so beautiful or wonderful or, or, or just even in my studies of life or school or whatever. I'm not picking up on what's really so beautiful there. Uh, shoot us an email and we'll be happy to walk with you through that and help you to discover some of the beauty and the wonder of true knowledge, which, of course, is knowledge of God. 
Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I, I think about the journey, too, that as we're following Christ, uh, like, we, like, for example, like if we were to talk about true beauty or what is beautiful, um, I would go back to the Garden of Eden before. Sure. That's true sure. beauty. And I tend to fall on the side that, according to Scripture and elsewhere, we don't really know. We've never really seen true beauty because well, of it, because of the fall. I mean, we've seen things that are close. And what the best that we can come up with, but just imagine what God's dream was before the fall of man, um, what beauty that there was. So an encounter that we have with his word then is taking us on that journey to bring us to reveal that true beauty to us. Well, think about what Paul said, right? He says, you know, now, how do we see things? He said, it's like looking through a glass darkly. Right, right now we have intonations of beauty. Mm-hmm. We have hints and suggestions of beauty, and yeah. thank, thank God, literally, thank God for that. I'm grateful for sunsets, and I'm grateful for uh, you know a, a morning sunrise reflecting off the, the lapping waves of the ocean and things that that awaken something in my heart and my soul. And then to think all that that I think is so beautiful and wonderful. Man, that's just a hint. Yeah. That's just an intimation of, yeah. of the real thing that we will get to experience one day then when we know even as we are known. So, yeah, that, that's a great comment. Yeah, I, I would also add to that. The, you, you mentioned about the Bible, stu- Bible study being boring. And I've also heard people say that about the original languages. You and I have talked about this. You know, the whole idea of people think, you know, they, they scoff at the idea of getting into the Hebrew or getting into the Greek, you know, why, why should we have to do that? Spiros Zodiades, the Greek uh, theologian, made the statement that he was convinced that God waited until the Greek language was the most popular language. And that is when God had the New Testament written because of the beauty of the Greek language. Yes. And that tells me that if that's true, let's just go with the idea that that's true, then, man, there's, if, if I'm getting into the Greek, and as you say, it's boring, and it's, always, it's going to be a struggle trying to understand what does this mean, but there's something amazing about it, folks. If you stick with it, and you study it, and you continue to, it's going to, like a friend of mine used the term, it's going to unlock and you're, it's going to start unlocking. You're going to start seeing things that you didn't realize were in the scripture. Well, I'm going to say something that's, that's going to be kind of a bold statement. And I hope you're okay with this. And, and if not, then, you know, so what? Right? I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> I, could te- I could tear up our contract right now. <laughs> tear up our contract right now. Here's the thing. Never have there been more opportunities to learn anything in, in a, a, the widest possible variety of ways, folks, if you are finding that something is difficult or boring or uninteresting to you, then find another teacher. Look, there are so many videos out there on the internet. There's so many resources out there. I'm here to tell you right now. You may say, well, goodness, Bible study that. Uh, I'm not sure about that. You're talking about Greek stuff. Oh, I, I was never good with languages in school. You know what? You may just not have found the right teacher yet. Because I will tell you, there, there, is, there is actually interesting, fascinating, exciting, amusing, entertaining 
uh, uh, enlivening things that you can find in the study of words or geography or history, and especially as it relates to the Bible. And so if you've got somebody that is putting you to sleep, no offense, find somebody else. Find somebody. There's so many resources out there. Don't just stick with one thing and then write the whole thing off and say, well, this particular you know, video I was listening to or this particular podcast or whatever, eh, it kind of bored me. Oh, come on. You know better than that. You, you, Everybody out there is savvy enough right now. We're all finding different resources. So find something else that really connects. Because I'm telling you, there, there is so much life in the Word of God. And if you do get into the, the deeper study, exactly what you were saying, say with the Greek language or Hebrew or whatever, uh, it's there. It's there. So find a teacher that can really bring that out.